comes from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when nickels down. Got a problem? Tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who run this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Quarterly National Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Friday. It is a Fireball Friday. Fireball you, Friday. Yeah, you gonna get it in? Of course. No, it's Friday. It's payday. It's Friday. Eight 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 three four six. It's payday. No, yeah. Nine one. Nothing to do. Four four. <laughs> you ain't get payday and you got no job. No, I ain't got no. Well, I got a job, but you yeah. know. You gonna get paid. It's football Friday. You know yeah, the Raiders. Football. They they helped me celebrate a little bit early last Did they? night. Why? Because of your quarter. fantasy or something? Um, uh, a little bit because I had us going against who did guy have? He had the running back for the Chiefs. He did not perform that well. Wait, wait a minute, because I got the Charles, Yeah, I got Jamal Charles. He had eighteen point two. No, points. it wasn't. It wasn't Jamal Charles. It, it must have no been a receiver that he wasn't going. Dwayne no, Bowe. actually, he had Darren McFadden. And for the Raiders, he's yeah. never going to. He's never going to do anything but yeah. be hurt. Well. Last night, yeah, he definitely didn't perform well, so that kind of saved me. That got me off to a good, good start because he picked up the Darren McFadden, and I'm silly old me. True. I didn't start James Jones at receiver. He scored a touchdown last night. Also had four, five catches, How many forty-seven you got yards, right now? fourteen with him. You got fourteen points. No, right now I'm at zero because I put him on the bench because he ain't been performing the last few games. I'm like the zero and ten Raiders. Come on, they ain't gonna put up no fantasy points this week against the Chiefs. They celebrating in fourth fourth quarters and fourth downs. You know what? I'm telling you, who you talking about the Raiders game? You talking about the Raiders? Yeah. Period. I thought that this is why. That's why they was zero and (laughs) ten. They were some idiots. They were quick to be zero and eleven. They were idiots. They should. They could have easily been zero eleven if uh, the quarterback, if if Alex Smith, could throw. They could have easily been zero and eleven. But they make a great play and they celebrate like the game was over. If it wasn't for Justin Tuck. And not calling that timeout, <laughs> they would have been all sides. Raiders, would, the Chiefs would have advanced yeah. and probably been it would have been third and three as opposed to the third and on that sack as opposed to third and eight. Right, it might have been the first down. It was, I don't know. Yeah, it was actually it, it got the, the sack down. on third down. It uh-huh. was going to be fourth down. Right, and Alex Smith lined up the troops quick. I don't know how you didn't snap the ball off. And first I, of all, you got to have a play. Ain't there a play in the playbook where you just you know bonds out just real quick? It, no, it's it's called knowledge of the game. Yeah. Uh, down and distance tendencies situations, you know we we on the, we have the ball with the chance to the Chiefs. You know line up, get yeah, lined just, up, just get on the ball, just get on the ball. We can spike it. If you jog back, jog to the locker room and don't come back to work. That's just you got to understand <laughs> the severity of these games when it come down to the sixteen game season, regular season. Right. Every game counts. They could have been on top of the division as far as record wise. They would have been eight and three, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now they're seventy four with the with the Denver Broncos. It was a crazy part about it, and it really it's starting to piss me off for this celebration. I always said that <laughs> you work hard all off season to do a certain thing, and you do it on the field. You should celebrate a little bit, right? A little bit. This guy, I like, he just won the lottery, and the lottery was a, tr- a trillion dollars. <laughs> and then the other man came in for extra. Right, and then he came in for get in the party. picture, like, hey, Like, I'm there was wine and, wine and cheese over there. Like, the party was, <laughs> keep the party going. He bought the extra cheese, the, yeah, the last man. guy that he ran over. extra wine. That's who what was did. that? I don't idiot. know who it was. Idiot. He just ran over last. He was like, an idiot. That's who he was. And did the handshake for about 10 minutes. Yeah, like, my that was goodness. Great. And That's then they And they go back to what I said. You look like a. You look stupid. You look zero and ten. You look zero and ten with braids and dreads and all. You look zero. He was celebrating like. Did you see him after the game? I just yeah. turned. Made me throw up in my mouth. 
I had to go brush my teeth. Well, they never been there before. Actually, Khalil I didn't Mack, brush my teeth because I was at a bar. Huh? You didn't brush your teeth? I was at a bar. I couldn't throw it. I just put wine in my mouth. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Khalil Mack. Yeah, Khalil Mack just, he mentioned, you know, well, normally so celebrate like you've been there before, but they ain't never been there before. They never Khalil been winning in the fourth quarter. Isn't he a rookie? He never even, yeah. Yeah, Khalil Mack's a rookie. What's he talking first about? Victory as a rookie. First time he was winning the fourth quarter. First time a big time sack on third down. 368 days. Grown man, professional team. And we talked about him yesterday. We talked about how can you be a grown man with the passion you have and you assemble a a team together to do one thing, and that's win football games. And you haven't won in 368 days. And we was talking about that yesterday, too, a little bit. Right, and because we alluded to the the, um, Philadelphia 76ers. Right, but that kind of really just pissed me off. Like, I, I, it's okay to celebrate a little, a little. Now, I used to think the NFL was a no fun league. I see why it's no fun. You just, <laughs> you just dumb. Don't celebrate for fifteen minutes and come up with a new handshake and on and during the game and then try to perform and get it down and then be all. You gotta signs. get it in. You gotta get that endorsement. I don't agree. Really, no, there's nobody gonna give you an endorsement <laughs> for a handshake. A guy stole underwear out of out of store and he got endorsed with, with the underwear. It's deal. Not Are big, you kidding me? It's not me? a big business. That's like a, a, a flea market store. Like you can get them underwear at the flea market. We're not dealers, well, he's but still the, making not, money not, though. Not dealers, but the people who came to him. Well, for being an idiot, they'll pay you for being an idiot. But then you got to come back. Then I need you to sell your soul at the end of the day. I need you to come back and do something for me. Remember you was an idiot and I gave you this endorsement. I took the light off you. There's a little conversation here and there. But now that's what I need you to do for me. Guys are just, man, you just can't. I don't can't. know. I don't know if they thought they were going to punt. <laughs> yeah. Like they didn't see even no rotation. And then the last guy came like 15 yards back to join the celebration right. to get the handshake in. I'm like, you You don't see Alex Smith and them lined up, and he just... It was two guys behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, two guys. On. One I guy noticed, beat. he said, uh-oh, and he took off. And then Khalil yeah. Mack turned around. So it was three. And then the and other idiot left. like, hey, showtime, showtime. I don't, Thursday I, night. I don't get it, man. That, that, is that just, was great. And, and I just shook my head. What well, if they would have lost that game? I wish they would have lost that game. I never <laughs> wish for somebody to lose something, but I wish they would have lost that game for being idiots. <laughs> this is why 0-10 teams do that. Yeah. They don't know how to take a win and take a loss. When you when – you, you just got to be – okay, the bottom line, be professional. I, you can celebrate. You know how much better it is to celebrate in the locker room with your teammates who you just won with? Right. Think about that feeling when you lost and how you lost when you go in that locker room because you wanted to dance and come up with a new handshake. <laughs> take your helmet off and do all the other stuff. This is why – see, I used to think – and I still think in some in some uh, instances, mm-hmm. in college, they don't want you to take your helmet off because they don't want you promoting yourself. You should be able to take your helmet off after you score so people can see who you are. Like Penn State. Yeah. Penn State don't have their name on their jersey. A lot of teams are taking their name off their jersey because they want you to represent them and not you. All right. <laughs> what? They want well, yeah, to, they want you to play for the, what's in front of the jersey. Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine, but don't forget, I'm making this jersey what it is also. True. Or take me off the field. True. Man, they should have. I had one of, one of my old teammates. Every time he used to celebrate, he used to take off his helmet. But he tried to make it seem like something wrong with his helmet. Like he fixed, yeah. Even when he's in the open run field, he'll like take it off. I'm like, man, ain't nothing wrong with your helmet. He trying to, yeah, trying to see be what seen. you're doing. He trying trying to be like Bosworth back in the eighties. Bosworth in the eighties, yeah. you wasn't born. What you talking about? I saw the thirty for thirty. Oh, <laughs> I did my research. Bosworth, yeah, yeah. man, that was a, I did that, my research. He, that was a monster. 
You ever go? You ever go? Of course, you went up against him. He was in the what? And no, I was no. You was, was, was in college. You was a little younger. Than yeah, him, I was right? in college. Okay, I think I might have been in high school. Actually, I was at I was at Mitchfield High School. Oh, yeah. He was at there. OU and he was at Kansas, OU. Was Kansas in that conference yet? Yeah, I know it was called the Big Eight. It at was that Big time. Eight. Kansas was there. Kansas, okay. Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Nebraska, Missouri, and Colorado. Yeah. No Texas. No Texas A and M. They didn't uh, mess up the conference until they started adding Texas and all those teams in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so that was um, – my boy just pulled my coattail on this. Uh, I'm trying to figure out – trying to figure out what it's about. It's about Tiger Woods. Uh-oh. My buddy just uh, – my computer seems so slow. Um, Hope he's not picking up weights like Roy McElroy. Did you see Did you see that video? Catch that video? What's wrong? Well, this guy was stacked. I think he was like squatting three fifty something. A golfer, golfer, and it was another golfer who apparently just wanted to make fun of him. Put like two and a half pounds and started doing his squats. <laughs> See, like he was that. a little older, so it was kind of like a joking way. But him and Roy are good friends. I forget that guy's name, but it was hilarious to the see. Wait, Tiger! Like, I don't know if he's gonna have any good friends, but Tiger never was a, a friend guy. Tiger was all about his business, but he was bred to be that way. Mm. He was not. I don't know if he's bred to be have no friends, but. Yeah. He, he was if you if you that caliber of player and since you were three year old you was taught to do a certain thing it's kind of like the military and, and actually his dad was was in the military mm-hmm. you are you are conditioned to zone out and do a certain task in the military if you specialize in something let's say the let's say the rangers they go into a situation and Every, everyone knows the protocol. They do what they came to do, and that's mm-hmm. it. They don't have any distractions. There's no, there's no periphery for them. They straight ahead. They're in this tunnel, and all they see is the goal and the target, the target and the goal. Mm-hmm. And that was Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was that guy, I believe. Kind of like Kobe Bryant. Co- Kobe's Kobe, like that too. All Shaquille O'Neal. I, I even think Shaquille O'Neal. Even though he's a clown, he's goofy. He's a clown, but t- Shaquille know how to bring light to the subject. Yeah. And And a lot of these guys don't. But... All the great, great ones, I, I believe so, has that tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And, and the distraction parts, nobody understand that because you've never been great. You've never been good at anything. I take that back because everybody is good at, at something. Everybody's great at, yeah. They, they are good at something and could be great at something. And they can. I, everything in my body believes that. But too much, too much takes over them that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter. Too much around them takes over that doesn't matter. And Tiger Woods was never that guy. You didn't see Tiger Woods. Michael Jackson, a great, great example. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson didn't have a childhood, so when he built the park in his backyard, because he can, because of the thriller money, <laughs> <laughs> everyone thought he was crazy. He was a freak because he liked to have kids around. He never was around kids. He was a freak. He was already, yeah. You just look at him and you call him a, I didn't, I'm not calling him a freak. Oh, I call okay. him a genius. But um, everyone looks, uh, looks at him and, and think that this guy's weird because you're forgetting Oh, you're not forgetting. You just probably never knew. He never had a childhood. Right. He was always on stage with his four other, five other brothers. Right. So mm. Tiger Woods, that discipline. Now, I'm gonna read the story. I just got a uh, Kurt Feltkeller and got sent me something I'm on one of the Tiger Woods incidents. Green Bay Packers smiling. Three Barack immigration speeches. Are you ready? Call in, buddy. Eight eight eight. Three four six nine one four four. Yeah, let me know what's going on with that, cause I uh I don't know. I don't know, so I don't know if these guys uh. But we'll see. 
we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Mm. But if you got if you great at something, man, you really you really got to a point where you focus. Yeah. Well, a lot of guys, you know, they want to be great at a lot of things. They're too afraid. I don't know if it's afraid or they're nervous about being too great. They oh, just oh to that some, to that point. Some yeah. people, you know, I'm gonna cut you off, but Go some ahead. people are scared of success. <laughs> LeBron James. No, so okay. <laughs> oh yeah, RG three. I thought um, LeBron was. I thought LeBron was for a long time uh, when he wouldn't take the last shot in Miami. Oh, he wouldn't take yeah in Miami. In he had no choice. In, in Cleveland. Back in Cleveland too, though he had no choice in Cleveland. He no, was the he only had one. he had a choice. Back in Cleveland, he was scared. He was ner- It was times that's when he first started getting called out because he would try to dish it out to a teammate late, and everybody Some judged him. People then. are afraid of success because they want. They want everybody to say, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do it. Go do it. Go do it. Yeah, they like that more than saying, damn, you got it done. Congratulations. Or yeah. to the point where it's say, like, what you going to do next? Because when you're successful and you reach the point, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll say this. I don't know how many people still dream. I don't know how people still how many people still have goals. You think you got older, you, you got to stop dreaming or you got to write down goals? I still got goals. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, a lot of a lot of older people they get away from those goals. They just want to just get by or have an excuse, you know, just to get through, just to just to do something, just to help someone out. Just using a whole bunch of excuses when they don't set the goals for themselves, and they can really help out still with someone else by just setting another goal, setting another example, so you can path away for younger generations, so younger people can see that hey, I'm. 50 years old but I'm not hanging it up I'm not just calling it in I'm still doing things like you said I'm still setting goals at my age I'm still doing this this and that so I'm going to read this to you and I don't know what it means because I haven't read the article Tiger is angry really angry and he's not going to take it anymore that's nothing new and he's taking that anger out on an 84 year old man that's something new (laughs) wait a minute but I don't. But I, you know what? what I don't care what your age. About? I don't care what your age is. He still has Nike endorsement. Why? Why is he angry? Yeah, Nike just Nike. He's the greatest, arguably one of the greatest golfers of all time. Yeah, arguably because I go by the majors and and I go by if Jack Nicklaus did what he did without the equipment Tiger Woods have, but Tiger Woods has a stronger field than Jack Nicklaus, I believe. The the guys that played in Jack Nicklaus era. Were great. They, they were great. They were dominant also. But but Tiger Woods, Phil, and the guys he had to go against, Henry Stinson, Roy McIlroy, mm-hmm. uh, Phil, he got to go against a lot of guys week in and week out. Dustin uh, Johnson, who's uh, who's selling his home for $5.2 million, who was on that stuff, that uh, cocaine, had to go into a clinic, but still can play golf. <laughs> he got to go against these guys every weekend, and he dominated for a while because he came in when he came in. That's why I believe everything is timing. When Tiger Woods came in, he was in between that era of changing over or those guys. Tiger was he actually, in my opinion, created some of these great golfers. Because kind of because when I was grew up, I liked Tony Dorsett. I took my jersey and Tony Dorsett. Uh, I took my school picture in a Tony Dorsett jersey. Mm-hmm. So. You know, getting the ball, wanted to run like him, and and all those things. You create those those guys, those who you think are great, or who's in the spotlight. They create 
a lot of things what you do in your game or maybe in your life. Right. Like Where's that Lott. picture at now? <laughs> it's around. It's, it's, around. In, it's in okay. Virginia. I was just seeing maybe if I could pull it up on the internet. No, I'll nah, do some I'm, research. I'm going to try to take I'll everything I do of off the internet. I'm going That's to. not. No, mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can you can write your own story for Wikipedia. Wikipedia yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, so Did you see they had Emmanuel Sanders said that he really? passed away after the game? Oh, they say Kurt is on hold. Kurt, you on hold? Not anymore. Oh, what, what happened? How long you been on hold this time? This is not different. <laughs> I don't see it. Ain't anything. my fault this time, Kurt. I don't, I don't see anything that says. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything that say got a call online. It's Friday. Well, they back there taking the, uh, shots. They have to doing it. It's just a good thing that we're able to text during your show. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! So, that's funny. Hey, you guys are you guys are really right about Tiger. I, that whole thing with man, you've been Jenga. online for a long time. Then you've heard all that. Oh yeah. Oh no, I've been on on here a while. Okay, you, know, I'm, you see, guys are worth it. I'm see who I can get fired. I'm see who I can get fired or see if I can quit. One or the other. Because yeah. I can't have my buddies online no longer than six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So true, so true. <laughs> what, what's going on, man, with Tiger Woods? I saw that, and I was my eyes, my eyebrows went up. It just makes me sick. I, you know, you've got a, a great writer in Dan Jenkins, but he is just feeling a little butt hurt that you know Tiger. Tiger's got a lot of a lot of people asking for his time, and he's got to be judicious with it. True. It drives me nuts when everybody wants to bag on Tiger. And he is absolutely the best golfer ever. He's dominated in a sport. Hello. And he has turned an industry around. Look at what's happened to golf since he's been hurt over the last three years. Oh yeah, and and, and they it is plummeted. And some of the some of the better golfers, not better than Tiger, but some of the better golfers that's in this field, I I, I was not amazed, but I was surprised I guess surprised and amazed the same thing. It was glad to hear them say this. Well, Tiger Wood, like Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods is the reason why we plan for this certain amount of pot. I was, oh, glad to, yeah. I was glad to hear a guy with Phil Mickelson status and caliber or professionalism say that. They understand how these pots are being raised up. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but when you look at Phil Mickelson, what kind of career would he have had if he didn't come up in the generation with Tiger Woods? Exactly, no competitiveness. He he wouldn't have uh, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have drived or strived to be. I I, I would think he would. You got to find who's the best, and you got to go after him. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, look at golfers have all changed now. They're actually real athletes. Exactly. And they're not the pudgy guys walking around. They're forty pounds overweight, swinging around a stick. Yeah, thanks so, to Tiger. I, and golfers all owe Tiger Woods a debt of gratitude. And, you know, it's a shame. I, I don't even want to watch golf without him. I so, say that and, same and thing. And obviously I'm not alone. I, I say the same thing. I don't, I don't, and I have some favorites. One of my favorites is uh, Freddie Couples. I have some favorites in golf outside of Tiger Woods, and I will watch a Freddie Couples play. But that's on the championship. Yeah. That's on the Champions Tour. But I don't, I really yeah. don't, I really don't check for golf when Tiger Woods is not in the field. Even though it's probably some great rounds going on, but I just don't check for them. And you're right. This is not these country club guys that's golfing now. These guys look like athletes. And for mm-hmm. somebody who don't play golf or haven't played golf, it's a boring sport until you get into it because it's challenging. And you can feel great one day and hit and yeah. have a great score. You can feel even better the next day and come out and shoot the worst score of your life. 
That, I know. Isn't that the truth? It's a mental discipline for me and, and a mental challenge more than it is obviously physical. Right. But, well, but that's what's addictive about it. Well, I've seen you. Yeah. You stay in great shape. I've seen you. Well, so, but the physical part is never going to be a problem. But you, you're right. You're right. All joking aside, you're right. The, um, <laughs> the um, mental part is what you got to get over. So a lot of people don't yeah. understand why I play. It's one, it's one of the few things that challenged me outside of football like football did. It's one of the few things. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, Go ahead, Kurt. I would offer to the both of you guys. I mean, you guys are, are athletes. And I actually was a little bit of an athlete as well. But I think the thing is that's so challenging about golf is that you can't go harder at it and be better. <laughs> you know, in football, we wanted to hit somebody harder. In baseball, I wanted to run faster. I, I knew if I put more effort in, it would change. Golf is not about that. And you can't, you can't do that. And, and it just requires you to be so mentally tough and strong because golf leaves you, as, as we all know, within a minute, the game is gone. And you yeah. don't even know where it went. You're playing great, and all of a sudden, you're gone. So You, n- you never lied on that one. <laughs> yeah. Never. Is that yeah. what makes Tiger, like you said, uh, Kurt, you made a statement saying, you know, Tiger's the greatest of all time in the, golf, in the game of golf. You really believe that? You think his mentality is really stronger than anyone before him and during his time now? Oh, listen, they talk about Jack Nicklaus having a great mental game and very strong. And and I don't deny that. Mm -hmm. But, Kwame, you brought up the point. The caliber of player that's out there during Tiger's, you know, from from the inception of Tiger's professional career is so much better than Jack Nicklaus ever faced. And the way Tiger dominated golf for 10 Years unheard of. Ten years, he's winning sixty percent of the tournaments he's playing in. Are you kidding me? Sixty. You don't do that. He <laughs> made all the putts he had to make, and that to me is why I'm such a huge Tiger fan. Mm-hmm. The guy delivered in the clutch when he had to make that putt against Rocco Mediate. Oh, you know, to send that into the next day. He with did a, it with he a broken did, leg. How many times did he do that? All the time. Curry, he, he did that with a broken leg. He, well, did that, yeah, he did that with a broken leg. You know, he's walking around. Imagine walking 18 holes of golf on a broken leg, and you still make the putt to win so that you can walk another 18 holes the next day on a broken leg. That was ex- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know, you know what? There's no pain pills that can stop that pain from a broken leg. I mean, oh, no. <laughs> you have to get a real shot, but then you're just going to tear your leg up. And Tiger Woods did what he did. And, Kirk, you made a great point. He did what he did for 10 straight years. 60, 60% of your wins, guys can stay in golf for 20 years and maybe win one or maybe win two, and they're successful. In their mind, they're successful. Phil Milkerson. Yeah, but you stayed. Well, Phil finally got over that hump of the Masters, and he started winning some, some bigger tournaments. But if you're in golf for 20 years, you are successful. You are you don't have to worry about a whole lot, but you have your, you've had your car for 20 years. This guy did it for 10 years, changed the game, made golfers look like athletes. He started looking like athletes, and now, and he also changed the way they wear clothes. Cause oh, Nike, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, he changed everything about the golf industry. He changed an industry by himself. By himself. That's, that, to me, is is all you could say. I don't know any other athlete that has transcended their sport the way the Tiger Woods has. I don't, I don't think there is one. I mean, there's you one. know, there's, there's one. a lot. He, but I don't, 
He, this, I don't think he can compete with Tiger in the way he changed the sport. No, because Tiger is global. Jordan is global also because of the Olympics and all that. But you, you, Tiger can go anywhere like Ali, and you know who Tiger Woods is. And I think so. Yeah, well, Ali, yeah. Ali probably might be that guy that's transcending his, his sport to a whole sure. other level. Uh, yeah. Floor Mayweather, if he wasn't an idiot, he could do that, but he's all about Floor Mayweather. Ali was about to sure. a bigger cause. Tiger Woods just wanted to win. So I he, think Jordan is up there. I, yeah, he's up Michael, there. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, he's, I'm talking about the guy. Yeah, he's up there. I think he's, I think he's the guy. Can walk around the world? Yes. Mm. Yeah, but basketball is more popular today than it was when Jordan was playing. You don't see the drop-off. Uh, granted, you've got, mm-hmm. because you've got that every generation, you have that that player that comes forward, like LeBron James, and, you know, it, the players before them, Kareem, others that have really exploded the sport. But Tiger Woods changed the entire industry mm-hmm. in an instant when he became pro, and, and suddenly it was cool for to be a golfer. What was that? Was that 97, <laughs> 1997? This guy sh- popped on the scene and then immediately started winning, consistent winning. I mean, it changed the game. And here's, here's another instance where he changed the game. There used to be you win four majors. It was called something. Now it's called a Tiger Slam. Now it's yeah. called a Tiger Slam. You, exactly. you don't have to win them in a uh, – <laughs> you don't have to win them in the same year. You can win three and then come back and win depending on – if you start – if you win the second major, third and fourth, when you come back and you win that first one, that's the Tiger Slam. He changes the yeah. game. Mm. Well, it, it's he's he is truly the the uh, ruler that everything will be measured against from here on out. So what is and this? He, so let me ask you this: Dan Jenkins, what what was his beef or what was his problem with Tiger Woods? And and everybody expect Tiger Woods not to get upset when somebody say something about him because a lot of athletes you play baseball, a lot of athletes, period. Even in, even if your daily walk or your daily life, people still want your time, and then when you don't give them to them, like who this guy think he is? I, I, well, I gave you my time. All last week, this week I can't. So now you got a problem with me. Who is this Dan Jenkins? I know who Dan Jenkins is, but what is his problem yeah. with Tiger? Uh, you know, it, it's. I think he's uh, he. Dan Jenkins is playing the elitist role in this, which is very ironic. Mm. Uh, he thinks because I'm Dan Jenkins and one of the best, uh, and he, Tiger even acknowledges that he's one of the best golf writers ever. Right. But just because he doesn't get an interview, a one-on-one interview with Tiger, that is he funny. goes out and creates this fictional story, which just all it was doing is putting Tiger in a bad light. And to me, anytime you've got to take the time to put someone else in a bad light means that you're insecure with yourself. Let me tell you what I got out of that, what you just said, because it, it, make, it makes complete sense to me. Dan Jenkins felt like his career wasn't going to be what it is as one of the best golf writers if he doesn't get that interview with Tiger. He doesn't get that yeah. one-on-one interview with Tiger, so he creates the story about all the stuff yeah. that he thinks he knows about Tiger. If you never sat down with someone, never sat down with someone, that story cannot be accurate because somebody else has told, told that story. You have to sit down and get it word for word from the guy you're interviewing. And, then, and, and one of the things I like, here's a great writer to me. He writes the story, or she writes the story, I used to get those stories before they went out. They say, how does this sound right to you? I'm about to send this out. A lot of these idiot writers, what they would do, they'll interview you and look you right in your eyes, and the story come out, it was nothing you said, but here's their, here's their reason and here's their excuse for it, more of an excuse. 
Oh, my editor changed everything. Your editor didn't change right. anything. You wrote that story. Your editor just put it out. Mm -hmm. he, all, he, all he changed was some grammatical errors, but he didn't change the story. So that's, I got you, a problem with that. You want people to take personal accountability, Kwame? Is that what I'm hearing? I, I do. I do. <laughs> well, I, I really do. I, well, 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 at, least 90, at least 96%, not the 69 that they do. 96% of the time, take accountability, unless it's life you know, or death. What drives me nuts, too, about that article, and he, he said the reason that he wrote it is because he always, everybody gets the standard response from, from Tiger Woods, and it's, and it's too calculated, and it's always, he's always careful about what he says. I'm sorry, but the best <laughs> in every business does that. Right. Because image does matter. It does. You know, you don't, you don't look at Bill Belichick or Tom Brady mm -hmm. or, you know, Aaron Rodgers or any of those guys. RG3. You listen to what they say, they aren't going to say stupid stuff. What about RG3? They realize they're more than an individual. They are. Tiger is an industry. He is a, he's the CEO of a thousands upon thousands of people that he takes care of because of his name and because of his brand. How about when I and say people this? people get on him about being calculated about what he said. He's just smart. Uh, okay. Uh, see, this is why, this is one of, one, of, one of the reasons why you on top of my list in a lot of categories, Kurt. How about when I say this, I'm, I'm talking crazy. And people can't understand it because they keep thinking in a simple-minded way. You said Tiger Woods is the industry. Now, I'm not as big as Tiger Woods, but I have a brand. I do. I protect my brand, so why would I let yep. somebody else mess it up if I'm not trying to mess it up? Mm -hmm. If I say I'm, a, I'm not in the streets, but I'm in the street, and, and they can't hear the words I'm saying, or I'm not, uh, I'm not businessman, I'm a businessman. Mm -hmm. Yes. They, they don't understand that, uh, but because they don't think on that level, then I'm talking crazy. But you can't hear what I'm saying. You're hearing what you want me to say. And it doesn't yeah. sound right, and you want to argue with me. See, this is why I only got a handful of people I can talk to. And, Kerry, you win that handful. I'm trying to get Demory. I'm trying to get Demory in that handful. What are you talking about? I'm talking about. I've been there. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about people who make me you. think. I'm talking about people who make me think. People Kurt, don't make me think. He was shy to bring this, this side out of mouth. Like I, I had to bring it out. I had to is that right? throw some knowledge his you, way. And you then he was like, "You know what? You're right. I ain't gonna hold back no more. Here it comes, straight out to the microphone." Kurt, this guy was born in 1990, so uh, excuse everything he just said. <laughs> 1990. God dang. A year after KJ, don't, I think. Don't let me put, don't, don't let me put hey, your year out, okay? He's just, he's just a wise young man. Though. Yeah, yeah I, very wise. Because I'm, I'm trying, I see some stuff in him. I don't, I see some things in him, but I'm not seeing. I see and I hear some things, but I just, I'm gonna say, okay, maybe he's on the cusp. Maybe he's right there. He knows I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he, he's he no, he's no curtain quam. He's not the, he's not that uh, webcam. Kurt, you know we gotta get back on the webcam. <laughs> I, I know, and we and then is doing. He's bringing a lot of stuff. Um, he, well, he has a lot of stuff. He has a good mind, but uh, you know, that's just that's like potential. That's like a. Oh, you guys are great. I like listening Man, to you, even when I'm on hold. I'm not calling you. I'm saying you a stick of dynamite with no matches. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I got the you, matches. You you a stick of dynamite. The I'm the matches. What you dynamite right now? I'm the I'm the match. I'm trying to blow you up. That's all. <laughs> that's all it is. I'm just trying to blow wow. you up. See, I had some wow. people. I wasn't always good. I had guys like Kirk. He pulled my coattail on a lot of things, and and and, and you know, you got to bring. I'm trying to bring some things out you people bought out of me. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm trying to do. Kirk, what's going on with this Green Bay thing? I don't know what, what's Green Bay Packers smiling. 
You know, is that not just the biggest joke ever? You got the Philadelphia Eagles complaining and moaning about they claim that Aaron Rodgers was laughing. So what? I'm sorry, but he put up 50 on you. Right. Because so, I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers, as great as he is, as good as he is, didn't didn't say um, I'm not gonna put, I'm gonna put up fifty on this Philadelphia who has an offense, uh, even though the quarterback Mark Sanchez was at the helm of the, of all of it, the offense that we can put up fifty points on this team. I thought he would Philadelphia will go into Green Bay and they will win the, and and Green Bay will win that game. But I'm laughing because how could you still put up fifty points on a professional man in a professional league in today's time? Even the Oakland oh. Raiders. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it is kind of pathetic to see them lay down like that. The only time I saw Aaron Rodgers laugh is when Clay Matthews put that hit on that guy. When that, <laughs> that end around came around and there's Clay Matthews that just buried him the second he got the ball. You can laugh and at something like that because you then, know how you it is. Saw, you saw Aaron Rodgers um, be watching the replay going and laughing going, ooh, that had to hurt. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what those hits are like. You feel like you never even touched them. You just you hit them so hard, it, they don't didn't feel anything. I tell you, so, I, I correlate that to a pure golf swing. You, it's just almost like you didn't hit the ball, but it's a hundred miles away. It's one yep. of those things. But yeah, when you when you tackle somebody, it's just like you run yeah. through them. It, it's, yep. it's not even like that hard, compact hit that you that you, people from the outside see or hear. It's just like, oh, it was nothing to me. I ran right through him. It's almost like he was a a dumb a dummy bag. But it was one. Of, it was one of those. Um, <laughs> it was one of those hits, and then you got to understand that Aaron Rodgers say oh, that had to hurt. That had to hurt oh, because he's and, been hit like but that who before. Cares? I guarantee you. Didn't we all didn't we all sit there when that happened and go ooh? Right. Yeah. We, we all went ooh. That's why I watch that it. Had to hurt. It I guarantee great. you. I guarantee you. It was guys on the Eagles sideline doing the same thing. Did a little chuckle. Yeah. Like, ooh, he exactly. took one there. I guarantee you. Yeah, because that does happen. Denver makes a good point. That does happen. Even when your opponent get hit hard, you know, you hope he all right. When, once yeah. he get up, you be like, ooh, he got you. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He got then, you. Especially after the game in the locker room, you know he was taking heat. I had a guy on my team. Uh, and this was a defensive guy getting cracked back. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Walsh. We were playing Minnesota. This guy cracked back on him twice, and you thought it was the same play. If you was watching, if you was watching film, he cracked back on him once, and we looked at him like, "Is he is he okay?" It's like, ooh, yeah. And, and then you want to laugh, but we in the moment we couldn't laugh till we got in the film room. Right. The next play, I am not lying, he did the exact same thing. It was identical. I've never seen two identical plays back to back. That's funny. <laughs> and, the, and, and, oh. and Coach Larry Larry Marmi, he said, uh, you let the little receiver crack you two times and you're out for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Bennett got, he got cracked. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, people find the, people find the weirdest thing to conversate about when they know nothing about it. And they just want to stir up some, some nonsense. Aaron Rodgers laughing was not a big deal. Aaron Rodgers had no idea he was going to put up 50 points on a team that was, I think, as dominant as the Philadelphia Eagles have been. He was not laughing that uh, Clay Matthews hit this guy and this guy was hurt. It was just like, that had to hurt, one of those. Yeah. But see, if you don't know, yeah. if you've never been an athlete or never been in that situation, hit Philadelphia Eagles teammates. To. Re- right. They exploit that show. You ever watch that MTV show, uh, Ridiculousness? I don't. It's a, it's a TV I, I show where they about. show a whole bunch of videos, kind of like a like a, America's what is that home videos. Oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like that, yeah. just on extreme steroids. And 
everybody gets knocked out, breaking bones and stuff. And the people on the show are laughing. The host are laughing. So and these it's guys are in that hurt. situation where it's like, oh man, you cover your mouth, but then it's like, oh. See, goodness. I can't watch that stuff. And I play I football. Can't I can't watch. I can't watch somebody. But they exploit it. You like, know. You know one of the one of the shows. I'm in both of you. We got two and a half minutes before break. Here's what I can't watch, but I can, and for two different reasons. Gymnastics. I can't watch it because I don't like to see them fall. Because you can't do that stuff? I, no, I can do that. I was a gymnast okay. myself. Oh, really? I used to flip off trees. But that's beside the point. Look. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> I used to run up walls and flip off walls. I was a gymnast. So they put a wall on the gym floor. Would you? I was showing off competed? and I almost broke my neck and I never did it again. Oh. Showing off at field day. And I almost broke my neck. I feel I flipped because I, 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 I run. Yeah, I was at field day. You know, when you're a kid, you got field day. Yeah. But I would run up a tree and I run up so high. I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm high enough. I'll take my time." And I waited too long to flip. My legs were over my head. You know how you stretching Ooh. and your legs go over your head. Yeah. <laughs> you was on the ground that way. And I and and I had a big. Uh, it was a big <laughs> hole in the dirt. Look at and Kirby and Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> yeah, Kirby, Kirby and Aaron Rodgers. Because right I'm okay today. Like a little kid. <laughs> I was showing off, and I know that's why I don't show off anymore. Because it's going to come back to get you. <laughs> it just looked like I'm showing off, but that's because I put the work into it and I make it look easy, but I'm not showing off. Khalil Mack. That's right. Oh, man, Kurt. You see them, oh. idiot, you see them idiots last night. Yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. This is why losing teams do that. Well, exactly. <laughs> losing exactly. teams do that. So, hey, fellas, I'll let you go. And, uh, hey, Kwame, I'll be in town next week. So, Oh, well, you know we got first one on me. All right. And Sounds the good. first one and the last one on me. You guys are the best. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you an in-between. <laughs> I'm digging this. All right. got a name tonight. I'm there. Okay, man. Yeah, definitely hit me up when you come in, and we're going to get together, and we're going to do something. I appreciate you calling in, Kurt. All right. All right. You guys are great. See you. Right. Bye-bye. Kwame Lassen Sports Talk, that was Kurt Felkeller. We did a show together at uh, NBC 1260, and we had it on webcam, which mm-hmm. I'm trying to get you to do. And while we was on the air, everybody you know, was watching the show live while right. we was on the show. This, this guy, you hear him. You know he's a good guy. Yeah. You, you haven't never met him. Never met him. But when, yeah, when you meet him, you gonna say, "Oh yeah, that's the same guy I imagine in my head." Mm-hmm. He's, he's good. He's a great guy, man. That's one of the guys. Like if I didn't live in Arizona, mm-hmm. when I came back to Arizona, I would call him, say, "What's going on, Kurt? I'm in town." Mm-hmm. Like just like he just did. He'd be in town next week, and we go do something next week. Next week, what I got? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? No, no such thing. Okay. I celebrate no um, massacres. I don't celebrate no massacres. Okay. 888-346-9144, Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and finish off the show. us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Lockdown Coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. What does success mean to you? Is it being just like the person on the other side of the fence where the grass is supposedly greener? We harbor too many feelings of envy and suppressed anger targeted at others, and it's holding us back from our success. Tune in to Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. Just by listening, you'll be empowered to make positive lifestyle changes to live the successful life that you deserve to live. Wealthy Thoughts can be heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. that going this that's what i'm talking about right there that's the mood i need to be in right there that music all day long the whole day regardless who the artist is and what he did in his life you know they're trying to destroy bill cosby right yeah i heard about you, you that see, did you see I, the, I you didn't see read the article too much into it no yeah don't worry about it man. i heard it, uh you can, when, you, when you get to the top i got to bring you down and it depends on who's i'm not getting there we the sports show but we do to get into a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I need that music. I need that music all day long. Keep me in my mode. What mode does that put you in there, Ma? That mode keeps me in like, I learned two words. And I kind of adapted these two words. And it gets me through my day when I don't want to be bothered, per se. Okay. And it's, um, one is a curse word. And the other one is you. I adopted this mode, and, I, and it don't bother me. And I'm, I'm fine with saying it, and I don't get into, I don't, and nothing else bothers. Once I say that, yeah, I'm done. Closed casket done. So you, you wake up on be, Fridays and just no, no, that's I, your but, first two words. Mm-mm, I wait when there's okay. nonsense. When there's nonsense, those are my first words because mm-hmm. I don't have time for. I hate waking up to some nonsense. I hate going to bed to some nonsense. Mm-hmm. First annual Valor Youth Football Cornhole Tournament, a Native Grill. Wings on Gilbert and Jermaine, $50 per team. This is a great, great way to make some money during the weekend. All it costs you is $50 per team to get in. First prize, if you're a cornhole tosser. First prize, $300. Second prize, $250. Third prize, $200. You can get your money back if you, uh, even if you place in the top three. All tax-deductible donations benefit the Valor Football Team's trip to the national championship in Orlando, Florida. That's going to be so much fun for these kids who did what they were supposed to do in Arizona mm-hmm. by winning the Arizona State Championship. They are state champions in Arizona. NativeGrillAndWings.com, 480-782-0840. Contact your native Gilbert Jermaine for more information. That's 2110 South Gilbert Road in Chandler. 85286. If you're out of the country, you're going to be in there. That's Chandler, Arizona. Um, but it's a fun event. It's to raise money for these guys. They got some uh, Larry Fitzgerald jersey, signed jersey. They're going to auction off. They got a Calais Camel jersey. 
They have a football. They're going to auction off. They have a few things out there. Go out there and check those guys out. Going to auction off a lot of these things. And that's the. this is the first annual. So they're saying by putting this out that they will be in the state championship again and win it. The first annual. <laughs> and, but regard, no, regardless, though, it is the first annual. But regardless, mm-hmm. you still have to represent the little league teams out here in Arizona. So we, we I, I think it's. I think it's been beneficial for us to take care of these kids. You, you got you, just like Florida State. We mm-hmm. asked you to come to Florida State and win all your games, and play for the national championship. I didn't ask you to come to Florida State, win all your games, and be ranked third mm-hmm. behind teams who already got losing record because some idiots, prognosticators, say up talking about they feel like your schedule is weak. Well, right. that ain't what that ain't what the stipulation. Well, that's not what you told me. You're breaking the contract. You're breaking the rules because you got your favorites. <laughs> and I always think I'm a fair person. That, that's probably my problem and my fault. That's probably why I get so bothered. Because I think I'm a fair person. I try to do the right thing. Try to do, I try to do a fair thing. So if Florida State enters this playoffs, because I think they're going to win out. I don't think they're going to win out. This this um. Once they enter this top, you, you think they're going to lose? I think in, in I think uh, to afford a four game, four team. Uh, but if they playoff? do, they should still be in it. Because they they haven't lost in two years, and I really go off what you did this year, not last year. But that's not how they look at it. No. But no. so if they lose, if they lose a game this year late in the season, you better not put them past five. You better not put them past five the way you do. I would keep them in the top four. Look at, yeah, look yeah, at Mississippi too. State. Mississippi State ain't won ball games in how long? When the last time Mississippi State was actually this? What they're nine and one, eight and one. When the last time they've been eight and one like this? Mississippi been, State. I get. I'm, I, I don't tell remember. You, ever since I've been watching college football, I ain't never heard of Mississippi State. I mean, I know they play in the SEC and they had teams here and there, but since this year, I never really heard. You know, I never. I know they have history, but I, it, it's just State. never been there since I've been around. The only guy I, I know from Mississippi much. State is Dennis McKinley. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that South football. So when people are talking about mm-hmm. how SEC is so dominant. I, I give you that, but that's not. I grew up in the ACC. I grew up in Virginia, Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. I grew up in North Carolina, North Carolina State, Duke. I grew up in that stuff. I grew up in uh, Syracuse. I grew up on that East Coast. All those teams right there. And then when I found out that Midwest team, it was Oklahoma. It was Jamel Holloway sitting mm-hmm. on the sideline with a fur coat, and I'm like, "You in college? How you get a fur coat?" <laughs> And I met Jamel Holloway. Then I know his backup, who was better than him, which is crazy. But that's that's it, maybe it's according to what I like or what I've seen or how I grew up or where I grew up. But I don't like how they're doing these these uh, rankings and yeah. and and because Florida State is not Florida State is not they don't look dominant. They won all the game. They won most of their games from behind, coming from behind. Don't good teams do that? Why can't if you a good team, or why can't if you uh, got the lead, can't you keep the lead? Right. Florida State never had the lead and lost it. Right. So you want to punish them because they don't look good in their winnings. They don't look like they should be done. Just because, see, the thing is, you got a perception of Florida State. You got a perception of dominance. And because they don't look good winning their games, they don't look dominant. So you say, well, we're just going to put them at three. All you're really doing, in my opinion, is just making them mad. You're just putting fuel on the fire. And I hope they get in the playoffs, and I hope they run through a lot of teams, mm-hmm. which which is which will be a fantasy. Hope. I hope they win it all. Now I don't care who. I really don't care who wins the national championship. But now I hope they win it all. Right, and I hope that Jameis Winston 
get the Heisman? He's not getting the Heisman. No, I hope he's just innocent and in all this nonsense. That he, he's not innocent. Off the field. Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say. Because if he's not innocent and they win all these that, games, was, that was too harsh. Yeah, that was. That was too harsh. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's uh, innocent. I'm not saying he's not guilty. <laughs> he's not but um, you, how's your name keep coming up and all this stuff? Don't you get it? You six five, black, a star. <laughs> Don't you? Th- you think you just can say anything? This is like the Oakland Raiders idiot uh, on the other side of the football field dancing. Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane. You can still be successful. You can be great. You're a quarterback. You think I'm gonna draft you? How? However great you are, I'm not having that on my team. You're gonna about to be the face of my football program. You could be a first. You could. You definitely gonna be a first rounder. But you can be, according to some real prognosticators, some real draftees who watch the game and watch athletes. Not that Mel Kiper, who who's who's a. If I don't like you, I'm not gonna put you in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Kiper. Yeah. Let me tell you how smart he was. I was too slow to play corner. Here we go. Too small to play safety. <laughs> my point exactly. And you ended up playing both at a high level, both at a high level, corner and safety. Uh, It's a hit or miss with him. Uh, It's a hit or miss with anybody, really. (laughs) It's a hit and miss with anybody because you 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 didn't know I was going to be this good. Yeah, you never came and watched me in Virginia. You don't know where I'm from. Where this guy's better than me. Right. You didn't know I was going to be this good, and I didn't either. (laughs) I had to get into it, and I had to find my way. I'll give you another uh, a guy who who's one of my favorite uh, guys, Pat Tillman. Pat, Pat oh, Tillman yeah. took advantage of his opportunity. He plays ball at a high level. He played at a high level. But Pat, you go back in all the uh, papers, he said, I'm, when they gave him my job, they said, well, I'm not a better safety than Quell, man. And, and he knew that. Mm-hmm. Man, Pat was so close, you, you, you couldn't. We used to go places and, and nobody would know about it. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. It is a hit and miss with this draft stuff. But I'm saying Jameis Winston, you're 6'5", black quarterback, star. You run your mouth too much. You want to be the face of somebody's organiz- uh, franchise? Right. You ain't nothing but Cam Newton right now. Well, he has all of these allegations. That's the part I'm thinking. Why is somebody like, putting him in these allegations? Man. So, so you say. So you if hope- he come out innocent, I hope, and I, that's what I hope about the whole Florida State. I hope because he's if he comes out guilty, everybody's gonna look back and be, oh, they had a guilty player out on the field. Right. He should have been suspended for those two Half seasons. Half of the... Um, I think that's why they're keeping him at number three right now. Because let there be no allegations. Let him be praised like Tim Tebow, like Johnny Benzel. I guarantee you they will be number one. Even Carlos Williams during his the running back the running for back. the state. Well, how could you be an idiot, though? If one guy on your team get in trouble, why are you going to get in trouble? You just think you're not going to get in trouble. I know a lot of guys... <laughs> I, I'll say this, and I'll say this with some truth. A lot of guys think they don't get in, they're not going to get in trouble because they go to a certain university or college. That cannot be right. No. But a lot of you don't believe that. Uh, I've seen it. So you don't believe where it? guys stay home in that home state and they do get out of a lot of trouble. I've seen it, but at the same time, they yeah, get in too much trouble. Yeah, you tra- check your basketball. Like, check hey, your look. basketball program yeah. at Indiana State. Check that out. Yeah, who could be? Who could dominate? Who could be real good? Indiana, not Indiana State. No, I'm talking about Indiana State. Was it was it, it was at IU? IU? Yeah, was it at IU? IU? Yeah. Okay. When you as an when you get to a certain point and you let's say you were Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. well you was you wasn't Jameis Winston at 12 years old. No. Everybody know your name now, but you was that good, and right. somebody sheltered you all the way through, right or wrong mm-hmm. or indifferent, and you became Jameis Winston, famous. James. So he famous Jameis. So now mm-hmm. he don't he looking for somebody to get him out of trouble. He looking for somebody to say, "Hey, where were you, where are you now? 
But these guys got them to a certain point, and they benefited off it, but they got mm-hmm. you to a certain point. Nobody said, all right, this is how you be a man. These are some man uh, characteristics, some qualities that you're going to need right. so you won't do these things. He don't, he don't know, man. He's just looking for somebody to get him out of trouble right well, now. Well, yeah, and he and, took and, advantage and, and of Kim- that. I said Bo Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took advantage of being famous, Jameis, where he was out in the school a lot. Making derogatory comments and what was the comment he that's made? That's famous, Jameis. What was the comment he made? You know? Yeah, I know. I can't say it. I'm not going to say it. Is it was it bad? It's a. It's like a little um, comic video, little vine. You watch the little vines. I don't watch people that stuff. say it. I watch say it like stuff. a little. I'm sorry. Well, during my <laughs> in my era, I'm sorry that you little don't. vine. What's vine? <laughs> but vine, no, but, vine. Oh, it's like the, little vine clips. The little videos. Oh, the vine. Oh, I could. And I people know. like news reporters would be saying some. And then somebody would come in the background, like, like a, this is like a, a live bomb. show. No, just anybody. Like, huh. and they'll say a, a statement, and it's supposed to be ha ha ha. Like this, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, for but, doing but, that. but it was James. Then Winston. it caught on that so many people around the world are doing it. So James just thought it was funny for him to do it in front of the school a lot. That's him being famous. James, I can't be touched. Mm. Johnny Football, I can't be touched. Money, money, money yeah. everywhere. You know, some guys get caught up in being that. Like you said. You have people who knows Johnny Manziel, who knows Jameis Winston, who yeah. knows Brian Bosworth. You know, it goes on from back then when people get stuck in being that RG3. You know, people knew him when he was Robert Griffin III, when he was Olympic speed, track star, jumping over hurdles. And then he became RG3 right. and he got lost. RG3, and then he's, he's still looking lost. for help. You know, no. Everybody else is like, "Well, no. You want to be RG three now. You want to be famous, Jameis now. Now you gotta get your own self out." You of cannot say all the right words and think that's gonna be okay, right? But sometimes you gotta say my use my words. Use your words. My my two letters. My famous two letters. They ain't famous, but they they work for me. You gotta have something that works for you. Yeah. You cannot say all the right things and think that's gonna be okay. That's not. It's not okay. And people gonna look at you a certain way. You remember Kobe was so cut and clean until that uh, Denver incident. Mm-hmm. Now and then, right after that, Kobe got tattoos. He didn't see no tattoos on Kobe. We, he might have had some, but we didn't see him. Spent a few days in jail, didn't he? So tattoos equal jail. You go to jail, you go. Uh, he tattoos. came back. He came out. I ain't, I ain't never been he in jail. Out. I got tattoos. I ain't never been in day of jail. Well, no, per se. Like no. a guy like Kobe Bryant, who was the great one, who was Don the greatest to be, and the next, the next, yeah, the next era of the Jordan. I wish they stop saying the next Jordan. Why don't you say the next, and let the question be the next what? Let's just say he's the next to be great. That will never, that will never happen. It will with me. Everybody, stop everybody's the looking next for the next Because there's not going to be the next Kwame. If you Barry Kwame, Sanders. you're going to fail. The next Kwame. You, you, if you're the next Kwame, you fail. You got to be better than me. <laughs> you got to be 10 times. You got to be way better than me because there was a whole lot of stuff I feel like I could have done mm-hmm. if I was in the right situation. But so most you can get in the right situation and be better than me. I should have 52 interceptions right now and about 12 sacks. But I'm not. I got 26 and four sacks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Stop dropping the ball. I don't drop. I don't drop balls. You thought I was a receiver <laughs> playing the corner and safety. I don't drop balls. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. I was cold blooded. I seen some film. No, you didn't. Yeah. Not of me dropping no ball. Yeah. You a lie. It's out there. Show me. All right. Show me dropping the ball, it's and I give there. you a hundred dollars. And if you can't show me in a week of me dropping the ball, you owe me fifty. You want to take that bet? I'm telling you, I don't drop my hands a lot. You. I didn't hear you. The, I was tying my shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Friday. You guys got to be safe, man. We got about 45 seconds to the show in. You got to be safe on your Friday. Tune in to some games this weekend. NFL. NFL, college. College. You see Ohio State back in the mix? 
They should possibly be. no. They shouldn't. They should Gracious, a lie. No, they should. They get, why? Because their schedule. No, don't do it. I, don't, don't, I was about to say, don't go back back and I'm get your going work. By, I'm, I'm, here's, I'm going to go back with my word because I don't like them. <laughs> 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 don't forget about the uh, first annual Valor Youth F- uh, Football Cornhole Tournament. I'm on my way to Whirlwind to golf in this Boys and Girls Club. Uh, also, on Channel 12 tomorrow morning, um, they will p- be promoting the event for tomorrow, which will be Saturday, mm-hmm. for the uh, an- uh, first annual Native Grill and Wings not native New Yorker, native grill and wings. <laughs> Jeremy Lachey, what you got going on Friday? Uh, Friday, working. Working? I'll be working. I'll be working. I'll be out later on. I got I got, I got, got family in town, so I got to take take them out a no, little bit. No, you don't. Bit. No, you don't. They came here on their own recognizance. They, you don't I have to show them a good have, time. You, you don't even know the place. You take them to these places in Scottsdale, you're going to fool them. I didn't, I'm not taking them to Scottsdale. It's a place called The Living Room that's right down the street on a Friday. Kwamala Sports Talk, Demi Lachey <laughs> going to show them the Scottsdale. When everybody think about Phoenix, uh, Arizona, they say Scottsdale. Right. It's not, it's, it's, Scottsdale is the smallest part of it. Yeah. In my opinion. Kwamala Sports Talk, we're going to get out of here. Have a safe Friday. Good Friday. It's followed by a Friday. Don't drink too much. Be safe. We out of here. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>